Welcome to Binge or Purge Streaming Reviews. I am your host, Demo. My co-host is Joe Taylor. This is episode 49. Whoa. Yeah, man. How are you holding up? I'm all right. Yeah. At the time of this recording, whenever you're going to listen to it, all right, we're smack dab in the middle of corona chaos. Yeah, everyone's supposed to be staying at home. You're working from home. I'm mostly working from home. But I yet I ventured out to do this. Yeah. I'm sacrificing my health and the health of millions. Uh, you don't say that. You're incriminating yourself. I know. They're going to come get you, man. I know. I know. We've we, we been playing it safe. You know, yeah. I wear a mask like an idiot coming over here. Yeah. But, you know, I got I, gloves. Yeah, you got to throw the gloves on. And the ma- the mask, I think, is, does more good. But yeah, you, you got to stay safe, man. Everybody yeah. out there. Everybody, safe, everybody. So it's crazy what's going on. I don't have to tell you. If you're a human being on this planet, you know what's going on. You know what I mean? It's like, this isn't something like, ooh, have you heard about the coronavirus? It's like, no. I mean, this is yeah. it. Well, and that's why I'm glad we're doing this show, man. People need us more than ever right now. Yeah. And I, I know we're running behind. It's like, throw out some new stuff. Well, we were, you know, playing it safe a little bit, trying to figure out if we wanted to do this or not. So we decided, all right, let's move forward and uh, had to catch up on some shows. Here's the thing. Everything on Facebook, you know, everyone's like, I need something to watch. All these recommendations. We're going to have some for you today. We promise. Yeah. We talked about doing a best of episode, uh, but then something happened that changed the world even more than the coronavirus. Yeah. And what is that, Joe? That is a Netflix docu-series called Tiger King. There's more people watching that than are talking about coronavirus by like double. Tiger King is coronavirus curriculum. Like if you're at home, you have to watch it. It's it's yeah. a, you, there's no way around it. You've got to watch it. I did not want to watch this. <laughs> I remember. I did that. not want to watch this. I made it very clear to you. You take point <laughs> on it. Then finally, I was like, I can't take it anymore. Everywhere I turn on social media is about this. I got to watch it. So I did. I watched all seven episodes. We should say, if you haven't watched them, seven episodes. They average forty five minutes apiece, and it is a cavalcade of crazy. <laughs> This is not my cup of tea. I watched this with my girlfriend because we were just like, all right, let's do it. We knocked it out in two nights. But I got to tell you, man, as crazy as it is, I think it's too crazy. It's very, very strange, but it has a little bit of everything. So this character, Joe Exotic, he's the main guy. He has a park in Oklahoma, which is basically like a private zoo, a tourist trap type of thing. He has like almost 200 big cats. Uh, He's got chimps, alligators, just about everything. He's a gay guy who married two guys at the same time. He's in a three-way marriage, which if you're going to go for it, go for it, I guess. The marriage was a sham, though. They're not legally binding. Uh, Yeah, I heard something like that, yeah. That's the thing. I mean, you can watch this documentary and then spend the length of a whole other documentary doing the research and watching the interviews with everybody. Right. You know, David Spade interviewed a bunch of people from it. I watched an interview today with uh, Doc Ansel, the guy who has the uh, the zoo in Myrtle Beach. Right. And you get all these different perspectives on what is true 
and fiction in this documentary. Because the documentary should be used loosely. This is some master manipulation. Although, you know, um, because Theo Vaughn had um, Bhagavan Doc Antle Mm -hmm. on, and he said, you know, most of the people kind of came off as authentic, except for Joe, obviously, and except for Carol F. and Baskin, who he thought was just kind of a, like, putting on a whole charade. I think everyone's putting on a charade. This is sad. This is a sad (laughs) state of affairs, not just for this country, but specifically for animals. You just see these animals in these cages, and you're like, and they're all fighting each other, and I'm like, the the animals are, are a second thought, it seems. To the documentary. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. To the documentary. And then the people taking care of them. It was depressing. I found this to be depressing. Hilarious, but depressing. There's so much that we could discuss in this. The characters alone. I mean, and I say characters, I mean saying they're real people, but they're also characters. You know what I mean? Like like yeah. the one the one boyfriend with the teeth and the shirt off and everything. I had two teeth. Yeah. Grown man. How yeah. do, how does that happen? But then I come to find out that's because he had had his teeth removed to put in an appliance. But when they did the documentary, the director's like, "Take out your good teeth. I want you to do this looking like you're a, you're a crackhead, meth addict, you know, right. redneck, and really play it up." Yeah, there's some manipulation, definitely. There's a lot of manipulation, but at the same time, it's still insane even even if there's a, even if the 10% of it is true that 10% is terrible well the fact that multiple people are missing limbs they didn't fake that right but i found it interesting that the two people with the missing limbs are the only decent ones in the whole documentary the guy who got his legs cut off in the the zip lining accident seems like a pretty straightforward guy. And then the girl who got her arm mauled off, she seems pretty cool, right? They don't seem yeah. like these corrupt, you know, criminals. Oh, by the way, she uh, got her arm bit off and was back to work five days later. Yeah. Are you kidding? My arm gets bitten off. I'm looking for a desk job. You know what I mean? I'm done with this. I don't think, yeah, okay, can I work the gift shop from now on maybe? Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not going to stick around with the lions. Well, they love, that's the thing about, most of these people is that they love animals in a strange way where, I mean, you know, to me, a wild animal is a wild animal, no matter if you've known it since it was born or not. Uh, there's a chance that it's going to rip your arm off. Yeah, it's a wild animal. It's never a 0% chance that that's no. going to happen. Anyway, let's give a little context just because we, I mean, we can't help ourselves but play a clip from this thing. Yeah, we're going to play a couple clips. You go first, Joe. What okay. do you got? All right. This is a clip of Joe Exotic's political ad for when he was running for either governor or president. I forget. I think he, he ran he, for he both. He started for president, and then he downgraded to governor because okay. he figured he doesn't have a shot at president. He right. have a shot at governor either. But Yeah. Oh, and we should say real quick, this his park is in Oklahoma. And when I started watching this thing and they were talking about all this stuff in Oklahoma, I thought, eh, something seems off. Because I've been to Oklahoma, and it's just a big suburb. Then it uh, turns out uh, this whole thing started in uh, Florida. Of course. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've been waiting for you to mention Florida. That's your theme. And this, our, if there's one theme of our show, Joe, it's your obsession with Florida. It's not my obsession. It's just that you can tell when something started in Florida. And this whole situation. Well, Carol Baskin's place is in Florida. Is in Florida, yeah. And, and that's where Joe, uh, I think, was originally from. So then it all made sense after I found that out. Of course. It all comes back to Florida. Right. Okay, so this is a clip of his uh, campaign video, all right? 
And then we got the United States Department of Agriculture refusing to issue people's licenses because they live in a city that the city's called Gay, Georgia. What the hell is this? They declared the word gay to be offensive? Let me tell you something. I'm as gay as a $3 bill, and I'm standing in a cage with five full-grown tigers and lions. And I'll goddamn guarantee you I'm a hell of a lot butcher than any of you straight politicians that are getting blowjobs in the back office. So that's what we're dealing with. And actually, you know, he makes some good points. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not totally... No, uh, not all of that is in the documentary, we should say. Uh, no. Portions of that are in. The rest are like th these uncensored versions are making their rounds on the internet right well, now. Well, he put that out on the... That's a real political ad for a guy running for governor of Oklahoma. That's that's what we're dealing with. And he got, well, like 19% of the vote, I believe. He got 18.7%, so you're close enough, but that was just in the Libertarian primary. He never made it to the general election for governor of Oklahoma. It's, uh, it's a weird world we're living in, man. You've probably all watched this by now, because like yeah. I said, it's required viewing during this crisis. Yeah. I'm just amazed, though, that this is what we have gravitated to as a country during this whole thing. Well, yeah. It's a train wreck. It's where we are. Because I, I think everyone's like, well, at least we're not that guy. You I know? guess, right? People commiserate and say, like, things could be worse. We could be, uh, you know, fed to the lions and tigers here. I don't know. It's like a schadenfreude or something, it, right? Look, I said, it's a train wreck and everyone looks at it. And it, it, But like I said, I think at the end of the day, it's sad. But I do want to play one clip that I think perfectly summarizes the docuseries for me. Here okay. we go. When I got the job offer to work for Joe, I was like, you know, uh, what's the job? He said campaign manager, and I was like, holy shit, that's my dream job. I'm going to take it. I don't care what he is. And I already knew he was batshit crazy from our conversations at Walmart. To me, that's it right there. Yeah. That says it all. So if that, like, piques your interest right there, then this is for you. Look, you got to watch this even if it's not for you because everyone else has watched it. I did watch it. Like I said, I did not want to watch it. I'm not, this is not my thing, man. These like cuckoo docu-series. But lo and behold, everybody we know is like, oh my God, man. People that are like, you have to do it. You have to. Everyone's waiting for this review, right? Yeah. And I think people want us to think it's like the greatest thing ever. I think it's a tragedy. This, this and is everyone, everybody involved in this is a nut. Okay, they're, they're, they're all criminals. Even the guy that was doing the documentary during this documentary, the, the hard copy guy. Yeah. That guy's a scumbag too. Everybody in this, I said, except for the two people that are missing limbs, are basically despicable, contemptible people. This is making a murderer on, on meth, literally. Right, that's the best comparison. If you saw making a murderer, now see, like, I didn't see that, but this is, but you know, this is making is. the murderer times a thousand. Is what yeah. I understand, right? Yeah. yeah, that's why I didn't watch making a murderer. Well, here's how bad it is. Okay, the other night I had a dream with Joe Exotic in it. Okay, I don't. Uh, okay, that's I odd. was, I was, he was selling me windshield uh, wiper blades at an auto zone. What are you, are you taking Benadryl before? I don't know what, I, it's insane. He showed up and, and the thing is in the dream, like we had like a friendly relationship. Like we knew each other. That part makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> but I woke up and I was just like, all right, this is what's wrong. If this thing is seeping into my dreams now. Yeah. Well, it's seeping in everywhere. Let's recap real quick. Tiger King, murder, mayhem, and madness. That's the whole title. Docu-series about Joe Exotic, seven 45-minute-ish episodes on mm -hmm. Netflix. 
you have. I'm sorry, but you got to. Everyone has to watch it. Everybody. So you're saying it's a binge. It does not deserve the applause, but it is a binge. Yeah. No, and you know what I'm saying? I'm saying for the good of your soul, purge. It deserves more heckling. All right. <laughs> we have a longer one somewhere. I, <laughs> I okay. I'm just saying I watched it. Everyone's going to watch. I'm not saying don't watch it, but I'm saying uh, it's just you when it's over, it. when it's over, you're going to be like, why did I watch that? What was yeah. redeeming about it? The only reason to watch it is because everybody else is. It's like jumping off the Brooklyn Bridge, right? It's like, well, if someone else did it, you're going to do it too. Yes, we're all jumping off the Brooklyn Bridge when we watch Tiger King, okay? If we weren't all um, ordered to stay inside and someone watched this, I would think they were a psychopath. Exactly. If they finished the series. For sure. If they're like, hey, man, I got this thing. I know you probably haven't heard of it, but it's Tiger King. I'd be like, you know, hey, stay six (laughs) feet away forever. Yeah. All right. Okay, there we go. Wow, we we killed uh, quite a bit of time there. We did. We did. Excellent. <laughs> but I mean, it had to be done, right? Can we slay this beast? I've never gotten so many messages of like, when are you going to review something as we have for this thing? Well, we did it. Okay, okay let's move done. on. Now, let's move on to something that I'm telling you right now, man, is definitely worth your time. All right? You've watched this. I've watched this. I've been a fan of this. I haven't mentioned it on this podcast at all. I've been waiting for this because season three just came out, okay? And this is easily one of the best Netflix original shows ever. I agree with you. You agree with me. You should. Now, uh, listener Steve. Wait, what is it? I'm going to get there. Okay. I like teasing a little bit. All right. You are a tease. I I am a tease. That's right. Uh, listener Steve recommended this long ago, years ago. You got to watch this. You got to watch this before the podcast, right? And he goes, okay. So I finally watched it and I became a disciple of it. I think this is fantastic television. It is Ozark. Three seasons streaming right now. 10 episodes each, about an hour. This is the show you should be watching during this lockdown. Not that Joe Exotic crap. Okay, you want some serious entertainment that's going to last you 30 hours and give you payoffs, give you those moments where you go, oh, shit, this is the show, man. Now it stars Jason Bateman, Laura Linney, Julia Garner, Lisa Emery, Sophia Hublitz, Skylar Gate Turner. I don't know. I'm Gart- Gartner. Gartner. I don't know. And Janet McTeer. I can't even say enough good things about this show. I don't even know where to begin other than I am jealous of the people that get to binge it all at once because I think it's a benefit. I think watching it season to season, uh, you're losing out because the last season, season two, finished in 2018. So there's been a whole year with nothing. I forgot a lot of the storylines. I did too. Right? Yeah. So to me, this is the textbook example of a show you should binge Right now, all three seasons, you will enjoy it more than I do because I get a little lost. I have to like look up going, wait a minute, who's this character again? Who who did what to who? But if you start it now, it's going to be like a beautiful giant book for you to really delve into. It'll get you through a week or two of this uh, lockdown. Now, can I summarize the, the show real you quick? You want to do the plot and everything? Yeah. Go for it. So Jason Bateman plays Marty Bird, who's a accountant and financial advisor. 
he gets involved uh, with the mob on accident, uh, and he kind of flees Chicago to go live in the Ozarks uh, with his family, his wife, and two kids. Throughout the three seasons, the kids kind of start to figure out what's going on, and uh, he's in bed with the Kansas City mob now. But, but it's not the mob. Well, the, there is the mob. There is the mob. But, but then, the big thing is... I'm getting there. Okay. Then they're stuck working for a Mexican drug cartel, and they have to launder money. Uh, so they get in the casino business, and it, they're basically stuck working for this drug kingpin in Mexico. So that's kind of the whole like I- environment, I guess. But their interaction with the locals... Because, I mean, look, for me... The performances are the reason to watch this. The writing is great. The direction is great. It's top-notch television. But Jason Bateman, Laura Linney, and especially Julia Garner, who won the Emmy for uh, Supporting Actress in a Drama Series this last year, which I thought she totally deserved. Yeah. I never mentioned this show before because I was waiting for this. You know what I mean? But I've been been chomping at the bit because this is one of my all-time favorite shows that are out right now. It's fantastic. And by the way... um, the Missouri Ozarks, like the lake that they live in, the house they live in, so beautiful. Yeah, I want to. It's, it's I in Atlanta. Well, they, they film it. They in, film it in Atlanta. There's a lake there, though, right? I thought that was. It's all recreated in some place in Atlanta, but there is a lake oh. they're, they're modeling off of in the Ozarks, I see. and they do a couple exterior shots, but for the most part, it's all shot in Atlanta. Well, I'm thinking of moving there. I mean, that's amazing scenery. It's so beautiful. The lakes are so cool, and everything's probably really cheap there. Probably. So I don't know. What, what do you say? Let's pack it up, man. Let's let's go to... It's, if it's better than this. Except I will say LA's nice now with the air and the no traffic. <laughs> the it's no L- traffic's nice, I, yeah. Finally, LA is actually nice. <laughs> you, can, you can get from here to Pasadena in about 14 minutes. Yeah, it's amazing. It's finally everything you wanted, but with the you know impending doom surrounding yeah, it. Minus the entertainment industry, which is shut down. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so, oh, one other thing. So... Uh, Speaking of how beautiful the scenery is there, the one thing that's a little weird about the show that um, has been mentioned to me by other people, the color grading is pretty severe. It's almost got like a gray, like desaturated it's tone. Kind of, they got a bleakness to it. Yeah. I like that. It definitely matches the tone of the show, but yeah. don't don't try to adjust your TV too much because they, they did that on purpose, apparently. So it does look a little different than other shows in that regard. Yeah. But it's a captivating show. I know I mentioned Julia Garner, how great she is, but I can't shortchange Laura Linney. She's awesome on this, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, who's not? Who's not? I know. But I mean, Laura Linney, man, she keeps this show together. She really does. She is so, especially season three. Season three just concluded, and I think it's its best season yet. Oh, for sure. Right? They added a new character, uh, Laura Linney's brother. I should say, Wendy. Wendy and Marty Bird. I just I just want to say that so I keep you know keep calling them by their you know their real names. We'll talk about their characters. If you see them coming, run because no matter <laughs> who they get involved with, they're gonna mess up your life. Yeah, I, I can't think of anyone they didn't sort of just completely screw up, whether intentionally or not. You know, but if you see them coming down the road, go uh, business ain't for sale. Uh-uh. Go go the other way. Yeah. Batten down your hatches and get away from these people because they are bad news. And and not even intentionally because they do seem like you root for these people. Absolutely. Th- I mean, they is- are definitely the protagonists. You want them to succeed. 
this is the closest thing I've ever seen to The Sopranos, which I, th- I think you said you didn't watch, but that was the same thing with that show where it's like you watch seven seasons of the show and the whole time you're rooting for these awful people. True. You know, and, and that's kind of what this is. There, there's so I would many... rather root for these fictional awful people than root for idiots like Joe <laughs> Exotic. Okay. You're really upset about I, well, it. Well, I just, I just, uh, I'm just saying at the end of the day, what it comes down to, what am I about? You know, what do I, what do I respond to? I respond much more to well-written drama, good old fashioned fiction. You know, someone wrote it, someone acted it, someone directed it. Then like, okay, I got a camera. We're going to go out into the real world and we're going to manipulate. And it's a docudrama. That stuff doesn't work for me as much as good old fashioned fiction. I understand that sentiment. You know know what I mean? I get it. Like this is so much more deserving of your time. And finally, before I end this, I want to say for season three, they added a new character, Wendy's brother. And he's played by, let me get him here, Tom Pelfrey. I don't know, never seen it before in my life. This guy kills it. He was previously on Iron Fist on Netflix and Banshee on Cinemax. He also won two Daytime Emmy Awards for his work on Guiding Light. Yeah, he's great. Great character, great performance. Could be really annoying. He is the crux of this season. It's pronounced crux. No T at the end. Also, Janet McTeer as the uh, liaison between the birds and uh, the drug cartel kingpin, she's great as well. She rocks a pantsuit like like nobody. <laughs> yeah. She's got like a Jane Lynch quality. Yes. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say she looks ex- exactly like Jane Lynch was probably her stand-in. Or right. Something. Yeah. Jane Lynch has got to be going like, how come I didn't get this part? <laughs> right, right. This was made for me. Jane Lynch just fired her agent. Yeah. Um, oh, I was going to say too about uh, Julia Garner. So you remember uh, our movie 818 now, by the way, which is free on Amazon as of like last week. Ooh, so we'll play really? That. If you have Amazon Prime, you can watch uh, our movie 818 for, for free. free. Yeah, please do. Uh, put it on play before you leave the house or something. Yeah. We get paid based on how many people watch <laughs> well, it. Well, so. you get paid. I don't. Well, yeah. Someone so, gets paid. So, hopefully. That's on Amazon now. The character Ruby in 818, I wrote based on... Ruth from Ozark. That was kind of my like inspiration. Ruth Langmore was the inspiration for Ruby. Yeah. And we tried to get Julia Garner. This was right after season one came out. And I think they were already filming season two. And who knows if she would have even done it, but she was unavailable. So we got Nicole Torres instead. who was great. great. But it changed the, the character was originally supposed to be just like that kind of hillbilly, you know, frizzy haired. She's a New York actress. She nails hillbilly. Yeah. It's amazing. I've never seen her in anything else, have you? No, this is what I like about this show. Other than, you know, uh, Jason Bateman and Laura Linney, pretty much everybody just seems to come from this show. You know what I mean? I don't have any preconceived notions about them. You know what I mean? Like, oh, that's, you know, so-and-so. Yeah, they're on that show. All right, well, I think we've we've made our point. Oh, yeah, I mean, for the love of God and all that is holy, Ozark, Netflix, binge. This is that show when people come up to me and say, like, what can you recommend, fancy man, with your show? What do you got? I go, Ozark. Okay, just go away. Where are you meeting these people? On the street. They're everywhere. Oh, in front of my apartment. Yeah, in front of your apartment when I leave here. It's like, they go, what were you talking about today? What do you got to recommend, fancy pants? Yeah, that's a good place to start is yeah. Ozark. 
Okay, so, man, we're really burning the uh, clock here, but I've got one other thing I wanted to mention. Yes. A lot of celebrities are doing, like, at-home shows. or Too many. Oh, definitely too many. Too many. Seriously. Too many. One that we kind of talked about before we started recording, the David Spade stuff is awesome. Right. He's keeping his lights... uh, Lights out. Lights out going, and I'm loving it, man. He's He's so funny. So funny. Great interviews. He's got, you know, like a monologue he does about five minutes every day in his house. And um, whether or not you're a David Spade fan, I don't know. But if you are, you've got to check out what he's doing right now, man. He is really crushing it on social media. Yeah, Yeah, he's so great. And he has a very, like, kind of kind nature to him, too. When he interviews people, he interviewed a lot of these Tiger King people. He did. And he he really didn't make fun of anybody. He really kind of asked them to tell their side of stuff. Yeah, uh, Instagram TV is where he's doing most of it, I think, right? His Lights Out account and his personal account, he's just saturating it. Yeah, he's he's great. And we didn't plan on talking about this, but I think we have to give that a binge real quick, right? Oh, yeah. So there you go. David Spade is cool. Not what I was going to talk about, though. Um, John Krasinski, Jim from The Office. Uh, Director of A Quiet Place. Yeah, and he quiet was in, place too. Yeah, now, he must. I didn't see the first one. And I'm married not, to Emily to, Blunt. Right, he must have died in the first one because he's not in the trailer for the second one. I'm not going to say anything about it. I okay. saw the first one though. Okay, well, I'm never going to see it, so it doesn't matter. It's but, a good movie. Okay, because it has Emily Blunt, and I'm going to say right now, for the record, I love Emily Blunt. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like in a carnal way. Everywhere, I think she's a fantastic actress, and I think she's absolutely beautiful. Okay, well, there you go. She's great in that Tom Cruise movie, Edge of Tomorrow. You've seen that, right? No. You've it's never sci- seen... It's like a sci-fi thing, right? That's a great movie, man! All right, well... Everybody out there, if you haven't seen Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt, that's definitely worth checking out. Okay, now right? we're reviewing stuff. We're... I know, I'm just saying these are little nuggets. Okay. Okay, give me a little... What, we, we, we get stuck in some rut? <laughs> okay, if I, we discuss something that's good, I'm going to say watch it. All right, so check that out. Check All out right. The Godfather, whatever yeah. else. And Godfather Part 2, but not 3. <laughs> right. All right? Yeah, definitely Part <laughs> Don't do Part 3. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, okay, what I was getting at is John Krasinski. Also, he plays Jack Ryan on that Amazon series that we liked. He sits at home and does a, a YouTube thing called Some Good News, SGN. He just started it. The first episode, he interviews Steve Carell. And uh, the whole point of the thing that he's putting out is that he talks about like good things that have happened, like stories about medical professionals who have done good things. He shows the pictures, a lot of the memes and stuff you're seeing on Facebook. He talks about those um, happy stories and how uh, people are doing some good things during this weird time. And the interview with Steve Carell uh, was great, of course. And uh, commemorating the how many years of the office was it 15 years? 15 years, yeah. yeah. And I know you're a huge office fan, yes? Yeah, right yeah, on. I am. I, I almost always have the office if I'm working at home, it's playing on TV in the background just to have some. some My company. former acting teacher, Melora Hardin, was on it. Oh, yeah, she played Jan. She played Jan. She's funny, yeah. everyone on it is funny, yeah. So, John Krasinski's thing, some good news, it's very good hearted. Um, it's not anything that no one else is doing. It's not very original, but there it is. And I think that the, uh, intention of it is, is very nice. So check yeah. that out. Some good news on YouTube, uh, John Krasinski's stay at home show. 
So. One of too many, but we like this one. That's one of the better ones, yeah. All right. Uh, what do you think? Would you do about 25 more minutes, or uh, should we dude, just wrap I'm starting this to one get up? a sore throat and a cough. I don't know. Yeah, uh, well. Maybe so, we should call it quits. Some, someone asked me if we sit six feet away, and I said, uh, maybe it's like four, probably about four feet. Here's the thing. If either of us are sick right now, we're getting it. Yeah. Well, we are talking into... Um, Masks, we are. Pop, pop filters. Pop filters. These are uh, CDC approved. Probably, yeah. I thought it would be funny if we had masks on and we did. You know, I was post- thinking post- about post- that. Post- I was considering post- that. Post- <laughs> and, I was, and I go, would you go for that? I don't know. It might be too much, but. It would be funny for about four seconds. Yeah, people and go, it. we can't understand what you're saying. <laughs> well, they can't usually understand what we're saying anyway, so I don't know. I certainly can't. Is that it? Uh, that's it. Uh, let's wrap it up. Joe, where can they find us? Please find us because we're lonely. Um, Instagram, at Binge or Purge Podcast. Twitter, at Binge or Purge. Binge or Purge Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, now, this is a great time to send us a message and tell us something you think we should review because we have time. So let us know what you think, what we should be checking out, what you thought of our reviews. Yeah, we're, we're definitely all ears open for this because... Uh, I'm running out of stuff. You know what I mean? I'm, yeah. fl- I'm flipping around looking for something and I'm like, I need something for the show and I'm not finding anything. And once again, don't tell us something that you want us to view because you think it sucks. You know, <laughs> we're suffering enough as a people. We do get a lot of that. Send us stuff that you think we're going to actually enjoy. Okay. Yeah. As always, we want to thank Just the Facts. You can follow Just the Facts on Instagram and Twitter at the Jessica Greer. And that's it for this week. For Joe Taylor, my name is Demo. This has been Binger Purge Streaming Reviews. Thank you for listening. Stay safe, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>